there. Welcome to another edition of the Sith Takers Snapshots podcast. My name's Bob D, and with me today is someone we're hoping will become a regular contributor to the cast. That's Adam Tudor. Hello there. And we're going to be chatting about getting your head in the right zone for tournaments. And the perfect man to speak to about that is a fellow who's got some tournament experience. It's our mate Tom Reed. Evening, folks. Okay, so today's topic is going to be making sure that your head is is in the game. And for those who are who are newer, Tom, they may not recollect the heady days when you were good at X Wing. Some time ago now. <laughs> not that long ago. You you did all right in nationals, didn't you? Nationals wasn't too bad. Nationals wasn't too bad at all. But you had an absolutely spectacular season back in 2016. Yeah, that was when um, X-Wing was at its very peak for myself, travelling to anything and everything, and uh, just basically playing as, as much as physically possible. OK, that was Jumpmaster time, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was, uh, was Jumpmaster time. You racked up three regionals, the Italian Nationals and the Italian Open? Yep, that was my 2016, basically summed up in uh, five Premier Tournament wins. Very nice indeed. Very nice indeed. So going back to our topic, do you think that there is a sort of state of mind that creates a good place where you can play to the best of your ability? Yeah, I think there definitely is. And I think it, it's in a lot of different factors as well. I, I feel that there's obviously the space, that tournament space that you get into on the day when you're making the best decisions. Okay. Um, and I think you achieve that in lots of different ways. And lots of different people are going to achieve that in, in various different ways. However, for myself, the biggest thing was reps. Okay. It was, it was almost for me won and lost. Certainly could potentially be lost prior to the tournament taking place. I had to in- put the miles in beforehand to go in in a good mental space. I could beat myself up too much if I went in without the reps. And then I'd feel that I wasn't going to win on the day. As we all know, that, that is uh, something that's a self-fulfilling prophecy there. You are just going to meet your expectations. And if your expectations are that you're going to lose because you haven't put the work in, you'll see that through and you will indeed lose. OK. And in a sense, I mean, you have a background in, in the army where training in order to be able to do it when it matters is, is a huge culture. Do you think actually, I mean, it actually sounds similar to that. Yeah, I think um, from... My background is, yeah, as you say, with the military, which preparation is key. But where I take more inspiration from almost is sports performance background, playing a lot of rugby, playing and coaching a lot of rugby. And I've learned an awful lot about analysing your own performance and being quite critical on how you perform. And that's come from the rugby side of things really as well, is acknowledging where errors are coming from and trying to do some root cause analysis on why you're making them. And with X-Wing, I came to the conclusion that it was reps, it was practice before the day, um, was the biggest key contributor to how I would do. Um, certainly for the failures, it was when I felt I hadn't put the work in. So you you are looking to start a game with a plan almost before you know what your opponent is flying? Uh, yeah, I need to know my own list inside out. And therefore, I want to make as many decisions on the day based on prior data. I don't want to be facing any decision if I can without having done it before. Some of the times that's going to be, I know what the wrong choice is. I still haven't found the right one, but at least I've tried plan A, B and C and none of those worked. So I haven't got to waste them on the day. 
Yeah. However, obviously, the more reps you do, you want to try and find a plan that does work. That's the dream scenario. In as many different scenarios that appear to you as possible, have found the one that goes, well, this is the answer. If you can't get there, at least cross out as many as the wrong ones as possible so that you give yourself more opportunities on the day to then find the right one. Okay. Okay. And in terms of your personal state of mind when you, you start an event, do you have the feeling sometimes you're having a good day or a bad day? Yeah, certainly. Um, I'm quite a nervous player. It, I think that might be a surprise to a few people, but I'm quite self-critical, certainly early in the morning. I like to get round one out of the way, and it almost doesn't matter what round one ends up being. That's me at my weakest, probably. I need to get that win under the belt so I can sort of settle in, remember that I do play X-Wing and I, can, I do know what I'm doing, and then the day will flow better for me. Once I've got the initial nerves out of the way, I'm certainly stronger from there, and it allows me to get back into that headspace then of making the best decisions, being quite calm, and remembering all the work I've put in. I think some of the issues come from once you get a bit worked up and a bit flustered, you can forget some of the scenarios or some of the issues you've appeared in the past and then you make those errors again. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely possible to try a bad plan more than once. Yes, and just hoping for the right result and potentially just doing the only thing that you remember doing previously. That was an error. However, in the heat of the moment, you'd make that decision again and you find yourself going down that path that can be quite tilting in a way because you already know the outcome. So as long as your opponent now does the right thing, which playing at the top level, you have to assume they will. Yeah. You know, you, you could be into a problem here. But at least the sooner you realise that that's taking place, you can try and get off that path again. Nothing is set in stone. The sooner you're in a game that you tell yourself you've lost, the sooner you have lost. So if you yeah. can get yourself back into a good mental place as quickly as possible that's better than staying in the negative environment that you felt you were heading in towards. Well, I think you and I have had a couple of games where I've got the better of you in the early stages of the game, but then yeah. things have happened where you've turned it around and, and kept in it. Yeah, I've just tried to cling on for as long as possible, hoping that something would break my way. And I think, unfortunately for yourself, a couple of those things have been where you forgot a trigger or... For, yeah, something that's let me drag myself back in just ever so slightly and open the door back up for me in a game that I was certainly losing. But if I just if I'd given up, I'd, it would have ended. However, if you can just cling on, just cling on, just cling on, you never know when something will break for you. And that's what's happened in our games on a couple of occasions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's almost an element of um, like the reps that you were talking about is is remembering those triggers that you've put into your list for a reason presumably by the time that you've tested it out and refined it um, and by applying it a lot you're not forgetting them at all and always yeah, remembering them. very much so and I think certainly as a community we've moved away a little bit from one day tournaments but certainly in 2016 the absolute norm was a one day regional and often that would mean 10 games of X-Wing if you were going to the final so a huge amount of mental energy was going to get expended that day. And the more reps you've got, the more you can play when you are tired and when you are struggling. And one of the reasons I liked those one-day tournaments back then was I felt like I could just out-prep people. I might not be as good a player as some of those people I was coming up against, but I'd put in such a huge volume of work 
that at five to 12 at night, when we'd all been up for 12, 14, 15 hours, I would still make an okay call, whereas they might not. And that volume of work probably won me a couple of those regionals just for making decent decisions when we were shattered. And for when you were saying, uh, you know, you'd go to sort of 10 games of X-Wing uh, in one day, obviously that sounds like a lot, but um, for people who might not have been to those, you know, like myself, I, I've pretty much missed out on the uh, time where we would cram them all in. Everywhere's a lot more forgiving of second days now, but it's it's like the stories of playing a regional and, you, you know, you get to your final and it's it's one in the morning and you're actually about to put ships down. It's not the end of the day. It's it's the beginning of the final. Yeah, no question. There was there was um, a couple of tournaments at um, Firestorm Games in Cardiff and um, up in the northeast with our friends at Beanie, where the finals have been taking place, certainly in the uh, the small hours of the morning rather than uh, in the evening um, that I can remember quite well. And they're tough games at those times. Me and uh, Jack Mooney had a had a very long final that the boys at Harlequins were kind enough to hang around for and watch. And that went into the early hours as well. Um, and that just became a game of attrition. And in the end, one one tiny decision from Jack cost him that game in a game that he'd have probably seen out given enough time. Is there any any trick that you have to make sure that you stay in the zone in between rounds, Tom? So in 2016, I actually spent some time trying to put into practice something I'd done with the rugby background and something they'd done at elite performance level was try and steal from other sports. So they'd gone and got gymnasts and done core work with. So what I decided to do is I tried, I tried to attribute X-Wing the closest I could to a sport. And I actually got to test cricket. I went and found someone I knew who played cricket at a good level and spoke to them about it. And the reason I attributed them together was, you have to concentrate at X-Wing for you know, 10, 12, 14 hours in the day. And to stay in the zone for that long is, is impossible. No one's going to achieve that. And a test batsman has to do the same. They have to concentrate immensely for a long period of time. And they all find skills to concentrate intently, drop out of that and relax, and then get back into that place quite easily. And I found that that was the only way you could achieve it for for long days of X-Wing. So I spoke to them about techniques to do that. Not drop out too far that it all goes wrong, but stay, but also not try and concentrate for 10 hours where you just won't physically manage. And what sort of techniques were those? So effectively, they were, they were, they were quite individual. You had to find something that worked for you, but it was about getting some relaxation in so you could recover and recuperate a bit, but stay switched on enough so that you could go back in. For me, I would let a game finish. I'd give myself five minutes to analyse that game the best I could, take away the learnings I wanted to from it, and try and forget everything that you can't control. I feel that remembering each dice result is just wasted energy for you. Only remember the things you can control and remember the learning elements from the game. Take them, okay. give, you, give yourself five minutes to analyse them and then get into the recovering ready for the next one for myself. I'd probably go and get a drink. And often it would just be a case of headphones outside, a bit of fresh air, chill out for a little while. 
and then start to come back in, take a look around the tables and almost build back up to the next round starting again. Okay. Um, I'd give myself that time to look around, watch a bit of X-Wing, you know, maybe even go and see a couple of people that you potentially think you might meet later in the day if they're still playing. Go and have a look how that's going. But then get back into your space that you need to be in the build-up to that next round so that when those lists come out, you can wander over to your table and be back in a really good place again. But it is easier said than done, isn't it? I mean, if you don't get it right, it's very easy to lose your focus and, and your day can start to go wrong quite quickly. Oh, yes, uh, very much so. I've got my own personal example of where it's all gone horribly wrong from all going pretty well. And what was that? So, uh, Worlds, November 2016, day one Swiss, was my best day of X-Wing I've ever had. Six wins. 11-17 MOV, the highest recorded for one day. Uh, everything was going fantastic. I was on top of the world. It was great. The next day we come back. I win a game. I'm definitely through to the cut. Then I come up against an opponent. I actually get paired down uh, into someone who's fighting for their place while I'm at the luxury of having already got my spot in the top 16 cut. I make a decision that me and you actually spoke about at length following that game. I'm, I'm not saying I told you so. <laughs> yes. And uh, I made the decision that the guy I was playing, I quite liked his list in terms of my matchup potential. So I didn't try too hard, shall we say. That game I obviously then lost. And I never got back into the zone from there. I relaxed too much. I felt like it was all going too well. And I never got back in. The top 16 comes round you know, an hour and a half, two hours later. And I lose quite horribly to something that I was beating quite comfortably the day before. Um, and that is very much all down to getting in the zone and, and not, or in this case, not getting back in the zone because I tried a different plan. I threw my game plan out the window from day one. I effectively did everything that I'd told myself was wrong the day before. That's an example from the, the peak of the game, but it's actually true at, at pretty much any event you go into. Somebody once said to me that you can either go to an event to have a really good time or you can try really hard to win, but it's very difficult to do both things simultaneously. And there's a lot of force in that. But I was playing in a, a little local event yesterday and my first game went well. My second game was with Colm and that was really tough. Third game against Jamie Perkins, who, who has a bit of a rep in, in other systems. That was a tough game and it, and it went well. But by the time I got to the... The fourth game, my concentration was shot. I wasn't focused on the game and I started making daft mistakes. It's easy to do at any single level of X-Wing, whether it be your kitchen table or all the way through to Worlds. I think there's multiple reasons why that can happen. But fundamentally, if you lose sight of the end game or you just lose concentration in the game for any, for any reason, it's very quick and, and easy to throw a game away at the moment with the average competition just getting so high. With concentration, it's definitely, for myself, being a bit more hot on aces, I definitely could find myself, you know, having a game plan. So much more in 1.0, I haven't really settled on anything with 2.0 yet, but having a game plan of how I was going to, you know, attack the table in sort of positioning and then just potentially getting too focused on what was going on around in the room or however other members of the team were doing and actually just losing sight of what you were doing in the game and suddenly your ships are out of position and, and you're all 
you know, taking shots where you shouldn't be and, and just in a horrible mess, really. Well, I think yeah, that's an insight into, into aces. They traditionally, particularly the Imperial aces, never really stormed the, the big events. And mm-hmm. the explanation for that has always been variance. Yeah. But it, it could also be fatigue. Yeah, I think so. I think it's it's definitely pro- more prone to it at the at the end of the day when you you know you're not so fresh um, and, and and positioning being everything it, it does come across. They're in, they're incredibly unforgiving and therefore you've only got one mistake in any one game to then decide the winner of that match and therefore the Aces problem historically has always been that at one in the morning you make a poor call. Your ghost isn't going to die. However, your son fell might. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, in summary, for myself, I feel that in terms of getting in a good space for any single tournament that you're going to, there's a lot of elements of preparation needed before the day. You've got the morning of decisions in terms of bringing all the right stuff with you, making sure life's as stress-free as possible. You've got Simple things, even down to bringing water and decent snacks to eat throughout the day. The uh, Taking care of the body, believe it or not, is actually going to play a, a bigger input into your X-Ring than most of us would like to admit. And then, in terms of getting into your space, once you're actually at the table, you're going to need to find ways that you can relax. You can't stay at peak performance for 10 hours and just stay as positive as possible, I think. Never admit giving up. And the more you enjoy it, generally, the uh, the better performance you're going to have. Yeah, that's, that's it's good advice, and harder to take sometimes uh, than it than it seems. It all sounds like simple stuff, but yeah. when you're in the big event, it, it can be really hard to do those things. I think I've felt foul of it more than most. I mean, I've said to Bob, my better performance at Worlds was almost less enjoyable than when we went back and did it again in '17 probably had a better time in 17 but certainly the uh the performances were not up to the same standard as they were when we'd gone in 16 and i think the element of um you can go to our fun or you can go to bloody win the thing is um is quite is quite true you know all you have to do is walk into any gaming hall obviously for x-wing but it could be any gaming system and and you'll hear people go oh well you know my dice did this his dice yeah. did that and and focusing on those things it doesn't put you in the frame of mind that you've just been talking about with, you know, where you're concentrating on what you can do, how you can affect the outcome of your game. You're, you're almost giving it up and saying, well, you know, the universe intended, therefore I'll just go home now. Yeah, no, definitely. I think throughout that 2016 season, there were definitely times where I beat opponents because my dice were up and I might have lost games because their dice were up. But I can't. I just didn't let myself remember any of them. I just concentrated on, did I fly well? Did that plan work? And if it worked, the next time the dice won't screw me. So just do the same plan again. Like, that's, that's where I think it comes down to. Did, did my flying mean that I should have won that game? If the answer is yes, fantastic. If the answer is no, then that's where you've got something to learn. Okay, uh, awesome stuff. We're going to be back on Friday with another show. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to say bye-bye. And it'll be goodbye from Tom Reed. Goodbye. And goodbye from our new boy, Adam Tudor. Goodbye. We have to make you a complete soldier in very little time. How are we going to do that? 
I think I know just what we need.